in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome to episode number two of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. And I'm Peter Searson. And where we left off is we were talking about Mount Rushmore Mm -hmm. and all the interesting facts about that. Yeah. And we learned a lot. We sure did. Yeah, we learned. I don't know as much as I thought I did. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so important that you are kept humble. Uh, You know, between you and my wife... (laughs) Well, that's yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Our, it's okay. We we can't know everything. No, no, even know it alls don't know it all. <laughs> no, even knowing what. <laughs> I love that. So what we decided to do was to start our podcast with a theme of your favorite Mount Rushmore verses. That's right, and and, and we we had one in common, and we did. Yeah, and it was the twenty third Psalm, and our in our last podcast we talked about a great deal about the shepherd. Yeah, and, and the emphasis that is placed on that. The Lord is my shepherd. Right. Uh, on this podcast, I wanted to talk about the sheep. Please. And so, are you ready? I am. Okay. Sheep are not really smart. They're 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 very dumb. <laughs> yeah. You hate to be mean. Well, you hate to be mean, but they really they they have no way to defend themselves. No. 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 Really sharp teeth. No claws. No, no fangs. Nothing. Nope. Oh. Uh, nothing to defend themselves. No, not a big kick like a horse or a cow. Uh, no, know? no, just nothing. And the thing that when I was doing some research on this, I wanted to know if it's really true that if one sheep goes off a cliff, yeah, do others go? Right. And according to the internet, which is never, never wrong, wrong. No. It's, it's it's always true. It says yes. Yeah, it's that true. happens. It that once because and the reason they say it happens is because that one goes off the cliff and they're so close together right. that they're only focused on the, the sheep in front of them. Right, yeah. And if they're panicked, they're going to run off the cliff as well. Oh, and they panic a lot too. They really do, don't they? Yeah, they're very, very jittery. Uh, they're, they're always anxious. Uh, so the presence of a shepherd's really key to, to keep them calm and timid. Right, and, and that that is so true. Have you, um, let's see, let me get to my notes here. There was something that... Have you ever heard? Do you know Philip Keller? Yes, I do. Do you really? Yeah, South African. Is that? Uh, yeah, he yeah love his books. I, I have probably every book he wrote. Okay. Yeah, I have never heard of him until okay this until we started doing this podcast. Okay. He wrote a book called A Shepherd's Look at Psalm Twenty Three. Absolutely. And do you have that book? I do have that book. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I I thought that you wouldn't know Philip Keller. I'm sorry, I do. Okay, well, <laughs> well I'm impressed. And it's Philip W. Keller. Oh, Philip yeah. W. Keller. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, he writes a great deal about sheep, yeah. but uh, but one of the things he he talks about was that um, it's hard to get sheep to lie down. Right. And, and I may have gotten ahead of myself here. Have we got to that part of the verse where he makes me lie down in green pastures? Well, we haven't. We're just talking about sheep, Robert. So. Oh, we're just talking about sheep. Okay. Yeah, we're just talking about sheep. Well, I'll get to the, uh, Philip Keller's quote later then. but Or I could do that now. 
Well, don't keep me in suspense. Okay. If you've got it, share it. I've got it right here. Okay. Uh, and this has to do with uh, making sheep lie down. Yeah. Um, he says that sheep do not lie down unless four conditions are met. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, because they're timid. Yeah. Just like you said, uh, they will not lie lie down if they're afraid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, because they're social animals, uh, they won't lie down if there's friction among the sheep. Wow, that's good. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know there were social animals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if flies or parasites, mm. uh, you know, surround them, um, they will not lay down because they're not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And finally, sheep are anxious about food. If they're anxious about food or, or, or they're hungry, they won't lie down. Yeah. So those those were some of the things that the the shepherd has to do. He makes me lie down yeah. in green pastures. Yeah. You know, another thing about sheep is, did you know that they'll drink any kind of water at all? You know, no. if they come t- upon a random pond, they'll they'll drink that. You know, cowboys would always let the horse drink first before they would drink the water because they have a keen sense of smell and they could detect if there's anything foul in the water. Oh, okay. Sheep don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So the shepherd, that's why the psalmist says it, it's got to be the, the cool running water. Mm-hmm. And so the shepherd guides the sheep because sheep don't know if they should drink that or not. Yeah. They're just going to drink anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we're the sheep, yeah, this this whole psalm that that he has written, that David has written under inspiration of God, is just beautiful. Oh, it's 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 great. Because I mean, you, if you look at the nature of a sheep, they really require someone to care for them. Yeah. Because left on their own, kind of like us, we find ourselves in in some really awkward and bad situations. Ha- have you heard about sheep being casted? No. If their wool gets too long, then they're kind of like a turtle, and they get top heavy. And so if they fall on their back, their feet sticking straight up in the air. You can picture the scene. Okay. And they can't right themselves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so that's why shepherds have to shear the sheep, not only because they want their wool, but it also keeps them healthy. Well, how about that? Yeah. Um, Have you ever worked on a sheep farm? I have not. (laughs) No. (laughs) Neither have I. No. I don't even know that I've actually seen many sheep in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, Because I just, I, I don't. That is part of the the struggle we have as as Christians that live in in America is is the Bible has a lot of agricultural terms and and if we don't understand that, I think that's why a podcast like this is important because you read the twenty third Psalm and you say, "Oh, isn't that sweet?" But when you look at what David's really saying about a shepherd and the needs of a sheep, you say, man, I I can really identify more as a sheep than I thought Mm -hmm. because we're not around them. We don't understand them. We don't understand anointing their head with oil means that they want to keep the parasites off of them and that... You know that he's going to lead us to the to the tablelands, to the the greener pastures, and, and and that we need his presence so that we won't be anxious and we can be still and be calm and can be content and and, and so it's it's a it just becomes a, a wonderful psalm about how he loves us mm-hmm. if we understand the the background and the history. That's exactly right. And the part that the shepherd leads us to green pastures. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the shepherd is responsible for getting us to the places that he knows we need. Yeah. And the green pastures and, and the still waters really paints a a great picture of the care that the the shepherd is actually given us. Um, I, I love the the fact that he's going to take us to the best land to get the food. Yeah. You know, yeah. his righteousness. Exactly. You know, he's going to take us to those great places. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't take uh, the sheep to a, a raging river. They won't drink it. They won't drink it. And if they were one to go in, they would all go in. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they would just all perish. Yeah. Yeah. All, they'd all be gone. Oh, yeah. So he ta- he leads us, um, you know, to the paths of uh, the green pastures and, and by the still waters. So I just thought that was just some great imagery. Uh, that David wrote about. Yeah, he anticipates our needs. Oh, that's good. Knows, you know, and I, you know, I really think, it, like we said in our first episode, it says my shepherd. Mm-hmm. I think my shepherd knows my needs as a sheep. Right. And and I've I've shared this with people. I think sometimes we struggle between doubt and 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 uh, faith. And really, I don't think the opposite of faith is doubt. I think the opposite of faith is fear. Mm-hmm. Doubt just means you have questions. Right. And as we look at, at Jesus in the Gospels, he's, he's very tender with those who have doubts. And I think God's tender with our doubts. He knows what we need. And so if we need validation, if we need affirmation, if we need, uh, need security about his promise, if it, I think he's good to give that to us. Right. You know, when, when Gideon did his test, God didn't get mad about it. And then when Gideon said, well, let's do a do-over and we'll flip the script, he didn't get mad about that either. He granted it so that he could have the assurance to move forward. Right. And I think you and I, you know, there's times where we wonder, you know, is this really the voice of God? Is this really something that I ought to do? And I think as a shepherd cares for a sheep, he knows what we need. And if he knows we need that validation, he's, he's going to give it to us. Exactly right. And, and I just think that, and I just think that's one of the greatest pictures that, like you're talking about, of how how our shepherd is taking care of us. Yeah, uh, he's not giving us what we want necessarily, but he's making sure we have what we need. Right. And if if we need a, a, a pasture or if we need a, a cool water, mm-hmm. uh, he he's going to provide that to us. Yeah. And, and it's not. It's. Not, I don't think it's the prosperity gospel I'm talking about. No, 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 no. That's a completely different ball game. But to me, it just seems like a shepherd with that kind of care, that he would make sure that the the basic needs of your life are met, that he's going to lead you to those things. That's just a great quality uh, for a shepherd to have. It is. You know, and I think you're right. I think if the sheep got together and, and formed a coalition... Uh, they would write a list of demands that they wanted from the shepherd. You know, right. we, we want this, this, and this, and this. And, and that's what we do. We kind of petition God, you know, and, and tell him, well, you know, this is how you need to do it, and this is when I want it, and this is how much. And mm-hmm. and, and it really doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. I mean, it is not a prosperity gospel. Uh, God is concerned with our spirituality and our relationship. He really, you know, he... He wants us to lean on him, depend on him, and need him, but he is not there to just be a, a cash cow to, to bring us everything we want. Oh, that's right. He, he's not 
He's not at Santa Claus. No, he's not. No. But sometimes that's, you know, we're praying for all kinds of things, and, and he's gone, he's just shaking his head. That, right. You know, we, we're, we're abusing the relationship. And that's, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the sheep never went to the shepherd and say, hey, you know, we'd like carrots today. No, the, <laughs> no, the sheep has no union. No, they they really don't. No, no, no list of demands. Nothing. No. It's no. And, and you know we're we're guilty of that. Um, mm. We are guilty of you know making demands of God sometimes. Yeah, very much so. And uh, you're right. It just the shepherd is the one doing the leading. Yeah. And so I think that is one of the things that we just have to always uh, remember when we're reading uh, this particular verse. So uh, let's see. He. Leads me beside the still waters. Um, the thing that I love about that imagery is the fact that not only are we at the green pastures, mm-hmm. but the waters that he's going to give us, like we talked about earlier, are going to be the kind of waters that we need. Right. And uh, I, I wrote that down in my in my notes here. I just love the images uh, of comfort, mm-hmm. care, uh, rest. Uh, th- those are the images I see when I think of the green pastures and the still waters. So I, I just thought that was something I, I wanted to, to make mention there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. We will be breaking that down Okay. in our next podcast. So that's what we'll do. So uh, my name is Robert Wakefield. And I'm Peter Searson. And we're just really happy that you listened to Two Brothers one Bible podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast and tell all your friends. Thank you so much and God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.